0: You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenchurch.com. So, we're going to talk about true love. Amen? Come on, somebody. This is the tolerance generation. And I think that one thing that's happened is it's because of offense, Offense hurts, right? You ever been offended? That sucks. I hate getting offended. You know who offends me all the time? My wife. (laughs) She's she's offensive. (laughs) Calling me out. (laughs) (laughs) She calls me out on my crap. She tells me, right? I mean, I'm over here thinking my crap don't stink, and then, you know, my wife's like, well, actually, I can't even be around you right now. You're jacked up. And I'm like, excuse me? I'm the man of the house. How dare you say that? No, I don't say that. I think it a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about what real love is, and we're going to start at 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13, I, right, we read this at the wedding yesterday. This is the famous love, you know, section of scripture. Paul is just going on, he's bringing correction. He's like, listen, all of these things are great, but we got to have love. And 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4, he unpacks love. He says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. Or rude, does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. It is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. What I think, when we hear this, when we read this, I think that sometimes we water it down and we just kind of take those first, that first sentence, love is patient, love is kind. Yeah. And now this is love. I'm going to be so patient with you. I'm going to be so kind. And we need that, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. But when you continue to get through that passage of scripture, you realize that, that love is like, a, there's a little bit of fight in it. There's a little, it's endurance. It doesn't give up, it overcomes. Love is powerful and love is not fragile. Which means that we can love through offense. This is important because if we don't understand that love can break a fence, can can we can push through a fence, then we're always walking around like on eggshells, afraid that maybe we're gonna hurt someone's tenders. And I'm telling you right now, if lo- love stripped of truth is not love at all, it's tolerance. And tolerance isn't powerful. Tolerance can't change you. Tolerance. I'm gonna, I gotta get it. Slow down, slow down. All right. Three things this morning, and I didn't come up with my three things until it was too late, so I don't have points on the screen, I'm sorry. But you can take notes, write it down. I've got three points. First point is that true love is set apart, true love is set apart. Throughout the thread of scripture from Genesis to Revelation, we see God calling his sons and his daughters to be different, to walk contrary to what everybody else is doing, to look and live a life that is not the same as everybody else. We're called to be set apart. We're called to be different, but we don't like that, right? Right? Corey, we don't like that. Why? Because we like to fit in. We don't like to stand out. We don't want to, you know, because if I'm, if I'm going to be set apart, right, this is what the enemy tries to tell you. Well, that might be offensive to somebody. Well, who do you think you are acting a different way? You think you're better than me? Right? Who? Well, no, 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 I don't think that. I just, I'm just, I, I'm just, I mean, God just told me to be set apart. Oh, so you're better than me. No, that's not, right? Well, I don't want to act like I'm a, ho, you know, high and mighty. So I just, I'll just, you know, if everyone else is doing it, then I'll probably just do it too. Because otherwise I might not be set apart. Matthew 5.14 says, you are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop, you cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on the stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. We're called to be a light. We're called to shine bright in a dark place. We're called to stand apart. We're we're called to be different. But the world wants to be tolerant. The world says... No, I mean, just whatever you want to do is fine. I'm not going to judge you. You just do you. You hear this? Get into uncomfortable conversations with family, and sometimes it ends with, hey, you know what? You believe what you want to believe. I'll believe what I want to believe, and let's just... Why? Because we're afraid. And maybe we haven't been taught how to truly love. Because we've bought the lie that love is tolerance. That now we have no more truth. Just acceptance. Hmm. Listen, when we this message, I want you to understand this is a message of how we should love our spouse, our friends. Our, our, the people around us, our coworkers? and it's how the church should love the world. Right? If we're not careful, if we're, so, if we're so concerned about not hurting feelings, not causing offense, then all of a sudden we lose the power, the true power of love. All right. We can't fold like a deck chair every time Something, ooh. I see a thing. Listen, if I walk around and I got something in my teeth, it's not loving to not tell me. That's jacked up. If I got something in my teeth, it is loving to say, hey, Vince, come here. You know that scene in Ace Ventura when he's, you know, that's you right now. You got to take care of that. (laughs) I want something in my teeth. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you do. Oh, but I thought we're not supposed to point out the speck in someone else's eye when we got a plank in our own. Yeah, you're right. We got to look in the mirror. But that doesn't mean that we're not also to call out our brothers and sisters in Christ and say, guess what? You got something in your teeth. I'm not trying to point you out. I'm not trying to, but I'm just trying to help you because you look like a fool right now. Right? All right, we're supposed to be set apart. But here's the thing when you get up in the morning, nobody just wants to, like, poof, turn the lights on. It's uncomfortable.
1: It's like, ah,
0: don't stop. It's much better if it slowly dims, right? From darkness and just slowly levels of it. I think sometimes the biggest issue with the church is that we either stay dark for tolerance sake or we shine so abruptly and so in your face and we're throwing the Bible at somebody going, you're going to hell. <laughs> and they're like, ow, oh, blinding me. I don't want to be around you. Let's have some, let's, let's be dispensers of truth in love. We can code it in love. We can begin to bring levels of truth until they're, you don't have to boom, go for it. But you have to shine. You can't be just hanging out in the dark going, I don't want to say that. They're not going to want to hear it. Husbands and wives. 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 You don't have to go all, like, crazy on your man. You can gently tell him, tell him he's an idiot. <laughs> Becca's actually really good at that, by the way. She's really good at sandwiching. Hey, sweetie, so you're really, you know, I really love this thing, and but this thing is not so, but you're a champion. It's like, you know. <clears throat> all right. Second thing is, true love holds the line. Matthew 24, 9 says, ooh, you ready for this? Everyone's like, I thought this, I thought I signed up for roses and sunshine and clouds and daisies. Then you'll be arrested, persecuted, and killed. (laughs) You'll be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will deceive many. Sin will be rampant everywhere and the love of many will grow cold. Verse 13, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. Well, I didn't sign up for that. I like Jesus holding the lamb and just sort of, you know, he's got he's got blue eyes. Super cozy like a teddy bear. Never tell me anything I did was wrong, just say I love you. And I'm just gonna read my Bible and post scriptures on social media and life will go so great. Well then social media says you can't post anymore. Right? <laughs> And then like a good little Christian, you just cower in the corner and shut up. Or you endure till the end. Let me paint a picture of how this is playing out in our culture. The devil hates truth. He hates truth. Jesus says about himself, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Well, but I got my, you know, my coexist sticker on because I believe that, you know, everybody has a chance to go to heaven, and if we just are good people, then we're going to be okay. And so coexist, can't we all just get along? It's tolerance. It's not true. Can we all get along? Yeah, we can. We should. We need to. All right. Some people are like, oh, this church is horrible. This guy's m- mean. And what is he trying to say? That he's got the only truth? Yeah. God's word is truth. And it is the only truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And yes, no one gets to the Father but through Him. No other religion. No other system, no other ideas will ever make you righteous. Nothing will ever get you to be in a right standing with the Father. It won't work. Only in Christ Jesus. Is it offensive? You bet. Is it true? 100%. We're just going to let people believe what they believe? Yeah, you can believe what you want to believe all the way to hell. I'm sorry to tell you. I oh, thought this is a hell and brimstone type of church. Listen, <laughs> heaven's real. Hell is real. Jesus made a way. That's just it. All right. Tolerance though. Tolerance. This is where the church has gone wrong. All right, we're gonna keep going. Actually, real quick. Real-life example. Sometimes, my wife tolerates me. She puts up with me. I'll be out of alignment somehow, right? I mean, very rarely, but. (laughs) Some days, maybe weeks will go by some friction. She's tolerating me, mostly because she's exhausted. She's like, I don't want to have the hard conversation with my husband. I don't want to tell him he's got to get his crap together. I don't want to tell him that he's off base. I don't want to tell him that I think he's just going through the motions. I don't want to, and so she she tolerates me. Here's the problem. When she tolerates me, I miss an opportunity to grow I miss an opportunity to become a better man, a better husband, a better father, a better pastor, a better person. Tolerance leaves you. It doesn't grow you. The enemy would love for you and I just to never grow, never develop, never have increase. He would love for us just to sit and stalemate. All right. But I am thankful that my wife does not let it go too long Besides she's, before she says, hey, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, if you have somebody in your life that actually loves you, then you need to expect from them something along these, along these lines. Hey, can I be honest with you for a second? Hey, can I have a conversation with you? Because I'm noticing some things. I'm seeing some patterns. I'm seeing some unhealth. I'm seeing some stuff. And we have to be man and woman enough to say, I thank you for pointing that out in me so that I can grow, so that I can develop. Otherwise, if we're just going to be tolerant of each other, then we might as well stay home and just watch TV. All right. Third, Third and final thing. This is kind of the crux of the whole thing. True love brings freedom. True love brings freedom. Tolerance, what makes should be a hallway a living room, which turns into a prison. Tolerance turns what should be a hallway into a living room. See, hallways aren't meant to be camped in. Hallways aren't meant to, you're not meant to sit down Like when you sleep in a hallway, it's because you drank too much You know what I'm saying? Like you're not supposed to be sleeping in the hallway You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to, you're supposed to go through the hallway you're, The hallway is a journey The hallway is you're going to a destination The hallway is not some place that you set up camp And get planted and stay there So here's the problem Tolerance want, lets you Tolerance says, oh, yeah, you are how you are. You are born that way. It's how you're supposed to be. You don't need to change. You're loved and you're accepted. Stay just as you are. And what it does is it stalls you and, in fact, it imprisons you. But love doesn't do that love calls you out of the hallway. Love says, I understand that you're on a journey. I understand you're not perfect. I know that maybe you struggle with lust, or maybe you're dealing with depression, or maybe you're having a a, a moment of a crisis crisis of faith. I understand that maybe you might have an issue. I get it. You're not perfect, but that's okay because we're all on a journey. Just don't turn the hallway into your living room. You've got to keep on going. And That's what love will do. Love will say, come on, I get it. You're not perfect. That's okay. Neither am I, but I know someone who is, and he's over here. He's just not in the living room. He's over here into the promised land. Let's continue to go and move and journey. Love will liberate you. It will set you free. Tolerance will put you in prison. Well, that's offensive. (laughs) The band can come up. I'm... Going to be done. Luke 4 18. Jesus says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to, sent me to proclaim the captives will be released and the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free. God wants his children to be set free. He wants us completely free from bondage, free from sin. He wants us living our best life. He came to give life and life abundant, overflowing, joy, happiness, satisfaction, all the things, that's what he came to give you. Tolerance says, nah, what you have is enough just stay here, it's gonna be uncomfortable to grow. It's gonna be challenging to to get past the thing that's been holding you back, that's gonna take work. You're loved, you're fine, you don't need to change anything. Here's a pillow, lie down. And if anybody tells you that where you're at is wrong, then they're a bigot, they're intolerant. You don't have to listen to them. You stay right where you're at. You just stay right there. Oh, but I'm hungry. There's something that I'm desiring. I, don't, I, I need something else. I, yeah, but just stay right here. It's cozy. But I'm smelling something over there. It's maybe like steak. It smells really good. I, I, some warm bread. Wow, that seems nice. Remember, you're craving love. You're craving true acceptance. I feel like maybe there's more out there for me, but maybe I shouldn't be living the way that I'm living. Maybe, maybe I need to make some, some tweaks in my life. Maybe I need to change some things. I smell maybe a better life. No, no, no. Tolerance says no, 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 no. You're fine. good what do they think that what they have is better here's a pillow here's a blanket stay here don't grow don't develop don't get free we got a bunch of people both in and out of the church stuck in the hallway life and life abundant. He came to give you freedom. He came to say, get out of the hallway. The enemy knows the power of true love. When Jesus died on that cross, shedding his blood, making payment for sin, creating a path for you and I to step into all the promises of heaven, to be adopted as sons and daughters of the Most High King, to live a life that honors and glorifies Him, not by our righteousness, but by His. The enemy knows that if we get that, when we understand that, We don't just avoid our issues anymore, we press right into them. We don't hide them anymore because we're not ashamed of them because we know that God has paid for them. We understand that there's something better out there and so we're not gonna settle for a hallway, we're gonna continue to press in to grow, to become more and more like Christ. gonna close and I want to pray for two people two groups of people first maybe you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus you don't know him in a personal way You, you don't have a relationship with him this isn't about a religion Jesus didn't die on the cross. He didn't come to earth. He didn't do all of this to start a religion. He did it to start a whole entire different race of people with his DNA, with his character traits. People who are rooted and established and adopted as sons and daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. This isn't about a church. It's not about an organization. This is about the kingdom of heaven. Maybe you've been in church. Maybe you've sat in services like this. Maybe you've even raised your hand to accept Christ as your savior. But if you're honest with yourself, it didn't stick for some reason. It's, you've, maybe you walked away or, or, or maybe you've just sort of discounted it or for whatever reason, you're not actually walking in all that God has for you. See, I grew up in church. I was baptized when I was eight years old, at an assemblies of God church down the road. I was filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues. I was a Christian. But then junior high, high school came around. <laughs> Things got interesting. That I lose my salvation? I'm not smart enough to know how all that works. All I know is that I wasn't in alignment with God anymore. So I raised my hand. I said, "I need, I need to come back in alignment with Jesus." So whether wherever you're at on the spectrum, you want to maybe recommit your life to Christ, or maybe it's for the very first time, you want to accept Him as your Lord and your Savior. On the count of three, I just want to put you to put your hand up. Ready? One, two, three. Boom. If there's anybody, put your hand up. I see your hand. Praise God. Praise God. Is there anybody else? Praise God. I see your hand. Come on, man. Let's go. Come on. Is there anybody else? I'll wait just another second. Let's go. Everyone pray this with me. Say, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sake. For forgiving me, for accepting me just as I am. Now, God, change me into all that you have for me to be. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, give him a hand. Let's go. Heaven celebrating. Last group of people. Maybe you're in the hallway. Maybe there's things in your own life that you have tolerated for far too long. Maybe you've realized that you have allowed tolerance to strip you of your power. You need to, I, I want to be clear I think I was, but I want to make sure of crystal clear. I'm not saying that we run around screaming at people, throwing a Bible in people's face. If you do that, do not tell them you are from this church. Got it? It's very important. (laughs) But listen, maybe there's people in your life, and you have been afraid say the thing that needs to be said or maybe you just didn't know how to say it listen I don't like hard conversations either I'm a peacemaker I just want us all to get along so this tolerance thing it's easy to creep into in my life I can put up with stuff oh, I'll be fine probably go away <laughs> I'm sure they'll figure it out Right? You see someone with something in their teeth and you're like, they'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't want to tell them. Why are we like that? Why are we like that? Why? Just seems rude. Do you see? Do you see what he did? It's not rude. It's loving. It's loving. The important thing is you don't go, hey you! You smell bad! Yeah! No! You say, hey, come here, I wanna talk. You get in a moment where it's just you and them. You say, hey, I'm seeing some things. I'm noticing some things. I think you've got some ceilings on your life, I think you've got some stuff going on. It's truth and love. You don't have to be perfect, you don't have to be perfect to help someone else improve. You don't have to be perfect to help. So- and listen, if you think that somebody has to be perfect to help you improve, then you're wrong. Right? The people who grow the fastest are the ones that will be humble enough to not need Pastor Jurgen to be the only one who can speak into your life, but you'll actually let someone in your connect group to speak into your life. Maybe you allowed a fence to come in. Maybe you need to have a new boldness. If this spoke to any of you, like it did to me, I want you to stand up. One, two, three, go ahead. Come on. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for a church, for a people that would stand on your word, they won't be ashamed of the gospel, they won't be afraid speak truth in love Lord give us the courage give us the boldness give us the wisdom to be dispensers of truth to be some people. to be people who will stand on your word of God unapologetically I thank you Lord Jesus Lord that your Holy Spirit would fill them now fresh, fresh oil, fresh vision, fresh wisdom from heaven. In Jesus name, thank you, Father God. I believe that there's some people this morning, God is convicting you. He's convicting you. It's important. He's not condemning you. He's convicting you. Condemnation forces you to stay where you're at because you're ashamed conviction brings you out of that hallway, conviction will say I'm coming closer to you Jesus I know that I've been in the hallway but I gotta get out I gotta, I gotta move, I gotta, I gotta get out of there I thank you Jesus, right now I speak to sin and bondage and shame and I say get off of our people in Jesus name, and I thank you for it, I thank you for it Jesus Thank you, Jesus. I just see someone. You've—it's like you've been in a cave. You've been in a cave. You've been hiding, hiding from God, hiding from people around you. He's saying, "Get out of the cave." Just as he whispered to Elisha, he said, "It's time to get out of the cave." Maybe you've done some amazing things in the past, but now he's—now you're you're finding yourself in the cave, for whatever reason. You got to get out of the cave. You got to move forward. He's calling you to greater things. He's calling you to to help people. He's calling you to encourage people. He's calling you to step out in faith. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father God. Just put your hands toward heaven. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for your perfect love. Lord, that you love us so much, but you loved us too much to leave us. thank you for it Jesus. Lord now look at us see our hearts surrender to you surrender to your word show us show us the things that we need to change the things that we need to shift the areas that we need to give to you surrender to you so that we can be all that you've called us to be, so that we can live the life that you've called us to live a rich, abundant, satisfying, overflowing life of hope, love, and faith. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.